If you work at a radio station, you likely have a great idea of all the on-air opportunities you have available to sell, including how many spots per stop set, how many stop sets per hour, feature sponsorships, news and traffic and weather sponsors, uh, that sort of thing. But what about every opportunity you have to sell online? Today, we'll talk about why the digital inventory list is a must-have for every radio station. You're listening to Better Radio Websites, the definitive podcast for radio professionals who want their websites to generate more traffic and substantial revenue. Get time-tested techniques, secret tricks, and valuable tools in online content, marketing, analytics, security, social media, and much more. Ready for your radio station to dominate digital in your market? Here we go. Hi, it's Jim, and welcome to Better Radio Websites, the podcast that wants to help you get more visitors and the most revenue from your radio station website. Thanks a lot for tuning in this week, and today we're talking about your digital inventory. As radio stations expand their presence online, they become multi-platform brands that offer a vast array of advertising opportunities, a lot of which you may not be even privy to right now. But may hopefully you will after today's episode. Selling these opportunities to advertisers, since there are so many, can become a complex thing without an organized approach. And that's why the digital inventory list, as that's something that we call it, is vitally important. Now, surely your sales manager maintains a list showing all of the available commercials in each day part, the sponsorships, all of the on-air features that you have that might be available for clients to purchase. And the salespeople can have this at the ready so they know what's available to sell. A digital inventory list can help radio stations catalog their online advertising opportunities and provide structure for your online selling. There's too many radio stations out there who... They don't focus on online because they don't know what's available. And this goes all the way to the top. We're not just talking about salespeople. We're talking about the programming people don't know what opportunities there are on the website and the salespeople know even less. And so this is why this is so important. Now, this digital inventory list is going to cover every possible online sales opportunity that you have as a radio station, including the station website, the banner ads the content sponsorships on every single page, live streaming, including banner ads, pre-rolls, post-rolls, your podcast, what live spots can be put in those podcasts. Uh, Are there uh, segment sponsors or maybe even podcast sponsors? Then you're talking about the mobile apps, the pre-rolls, the banner ads, the streaming sponsorships, your social media platforms. That's right, with live video, post shares, and how about your newsletter? the title sponsor, banner ads that could appear in the newsletter, and so forth and so on. I could go on and on and on. And before we get into what makes up a digital inventory list, let's talk about how each department can benefit from this digital inventory list. A well-structured digital inventory list can significantly enhance the efficiency and performance of really all departments within a radio station. So here are the ways in which each department can benefit from a digital inventory list. Number one, the sales and marketing team. This is first and foremost because salespeople who do not know what opportunities exist online to sell, they're just not going to sell it. And so you're not going to be making money from your online properties. This tool will offer them a clear and up-to-date view of all of the available online advertising spaces, enabling them to match the client needs with the appropriate opportunities. One client may deal more on X or Twitter or Facebook or TikTok. And if the station has one of those platforms, 
they may benefit more from advertising on yours. And we'll get into kind of what you can and cannot do in later episodes. And we'll kind of touch on it a little bit later, but it, this whole thing, it helps to streamline the sales process and it closes deals faster and improves customer satisfaction. And it's going to increase your revenue. The marketing and promotions team, they can also use this list to build tailored marketing strategies, bundle similar opportunities and create compelling sales pitches. It also assists in identifying underutilized advertising spaces that might need more aggressive marketing. Number two, the production and programming teams. A digital inventory list provides the content production and programming teams with an understanding of the advertisement commitments, the timings, the formats, the placements, helping them plan their content schedules accordingly. By knowing when and where advertisements will be placed, they can ensure seamless integration of ads within their content, enhancing the listener's experience online. Then there's the management team. Number three, for the finance and revenue team, the digital inventory list can be a robust tool for forecasting revenue, tracking sales, and adjusting pricing strategies. Depending on how involved you make your list, it can provide a real-time view of what's sold, what's in negotiation, and what's available. It also helps in identifying high-demand spaces that could demand premium pricing. For an example, your top 728 by 90 leaderboard on your website is going to demand a whole lot more pricing than the footer leaderboard that may not hardly ever get seen. All right, number four, and the, uh, the last department that we're going to actually talk about today that can benefit from the digital inventory list is your digital content director or your digital team. The digital team can leverage the digital inventory list to better understand the demand for various advertising spaces. This can help them ensure optimal ad display and develop even new features for enhancing the advertising potential of digital platforms. For example, your digital content director may say, well, this promotion did so well and we've got so much engagement, let's create another similar online strategy that could potentially benefit a different client. All right, so they can analyze which platforms and spaces will attract the most traffic and potentially use that data to understand what content or other features could draw in more of an audience. And of course, more audience participation and more eyes on your website is going to equal more revenue for your station. All right, so what should this digital inventory list include? Here are some of the potential items that you can include on your list. You do not have to include everything that we're going to mention today, but here are some of the big items that you could look at. Number one is the digital platform details. All right, so in your list, you're going to list, okay, is this the website? Is this an app, the podcast platform, the social media networks? Then you could break down things underneath these into subsections like specific web pages or specific sections of the app, specific social media posts, that sort of thing. Number two is the advertising space details. What is it? Is it a banner ad? Is it a podcast sponsorship? Is it a newsletter ad versus a sponsorship or something like that? Where is it in the space? Is it in the header, sidebar, footer, mid-roll, pre-roll, and the size of whatever that is? If it's a 728 by 90 banner ad, 300 by 250 banner ad, that sort of thing. The advertising format. Is this particular spot, is it an image? Is it just text? Is it audio, video? The format specifications required for that particular segment or whatever, because your salespeople can't sell a pre-roll video 
if the client or you, you don't provide them a video. So be sure that you specify that there. Otherwise, the salesperson may think, oh, well, the pre-roll is an image when it's actually not. It's uh, some audio or a video that goes along with something else. All right. The, uh, you also want to put the inventory availability. Number four, the, the frequency. How often are you going to sell this particular space? Is it once per podcast episode? Is it daily for website ads? Uh, you can also include the current availability as well, like the number of spaces sold. If you uh, rotate different ads in a single ad block on your website, indicate how many are the maximum number of ads that you dictate are going to be there. Is it going to be five? All right, how many of those five are already sold? And then how many are available and at what price point? All right, number five, the audience reach, the expected reach of that whatever particular thing it is. Is it the number of views, number of listens, the number of impressions that a page or post gets? You can also include some demographic information on the target audience of whatever that is, if you have that information. And number six, the pricing information, the pricing model. Is it going to be cost per click, cost per thousand? Is it just a flat rate? They can start on the first and end on the 30th. Is it going to be a certain amount of impressions where you can say, hey, we're going to run your ad at this particular spot for a year, but when it gets to 500,000 impressions or 50,000 clicks or whatever, then we're going to cut you off. All of that needs to be included in that line item and the price for each advertising opportunity. That needs to be included as well, the actual price and then the cost per click or cost per thousand or whatever. Number seven, past performance metrics. If you have that available, give some information about that particular spot, the past click-through rates, the impressions, conversions, anything that the salespeople can use in order to go out there and sell that particular spot. It works so well for X client, it's going to work fantastic for you. And this is why previous advertisers, maybe any feedback that you, you got from previous campaigns, you can include that in there as well. And number eight is additional opportunities cross promotion on multiple platforms. Perhaps you bundle a Facebook post with a, a website campaign with a podcast sponsorship. If there's any kind of bundles to be made, you may want to include that as well. Package deals, exclusive or premium advertising opportunities that may not fall within anything in your list. Something that's very, very special, like a page takeover, which the client gets every ad on the page for one day, for a big one day sale, that sort of thing. Now, this list that we have here, it's not exhaustive. It's not everything. Every station is going to be different. So the list should be what you use and what your people can consume easily. It should be your, for your specific needs. And we have a simplified starting place spreadsheet available on our website. There's a link here in the show notes. But your digital inventory list, it should be maintained as a live document, not something that you just have and you print out and that's it. It should be updated regularly to reflect the changes in inventory availability, uh, new advertising opportunities, evolving rates. I mean, with this tool, a radio station can effectively organize and maximize its digital advertising potential. Some radio stations will use a, something like this, like a spreadsheet. Others will use maybe something online like a Google Docs which is currently always being updated and you just log in, you're always going to see the most up-to-date information. But either way, it's going to make managing and selling these online opportunities a whole lot easier. 
I recommend that you just take your station website as a great place to start. Don't sit down and say, okay, what is everything? Start with one, knock it out, and then move on to the next one. Task your digital content manager or point person to create a list of pages and all positions or possibilities that are, exist on your website, your website only. Uh, once that's in place, then move to your other online assets one by one for client sponsorships like the station newsletter. Then move on to podcast, then go to social media platforms. And during this process, you may even uncover untapped opportunities that you might not even even thought of. Now, even though selling on social media platforms, it kind of goes against their terms of service, but there are ways around it. Like your morning show streaming a live video from a remote broadcast. I mean, it's just a, a live broadcast and just like anything else, like me showing you what I'm having for dinner tonight. If the client can benefit from that video, though, that's a sellable item that the radio station can make money from, All right, Just like a live spot. Think of it. Those are things that you have to put on this list so, they, so that they exist and so they can be upsold whenever you book that client remote broadcast or anything like that. All right, now, if you don't have a digital inventory list, hopefully you understand now is the time to start one. By maintaining a comprehensive digital inventory list, radio stations can effectively manage, sell, and optimize their digital advertising spaces, resulting in increased revenue, a streamlined sales process, and most importantly, satisfied customers. Hopefully this helps you. If it has, please share this podcast out with your radio colleagues. We do so much appreciate that. And leave us a review on wherever you get this podcast. We appreciate that as well. And if you need help with your radio station website, we're here to help. Just reach out to us at skyrocketradio.com. Have an awesome week online making your radio station website better. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Better Radio Websites. Remember to subscribe, leave a rating or comment, and share this episode with your team and radio colleagues. For show notes, archived episodes, and more free resources, visit BetterRadioWebsites.com. Need help starting or making your radio website better? Visit SkyrocketRadio.com.